Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Good Night Show. It is around 12 a.m. Rochelle time. Um, yeah, it's another day, and I'm glad that you are here. It's Thursday, May 28th, so we talk about all the stuff that we are finding entertaining, and I can't do it alone, so please welcome to the show the producer of The Good Night Show, Mr. Noah Eberhardt. Noah, how are you, my man? I'm great, Dan. Did I uh, tell you I got a new pet? No. Well, tell me it's, about this. It is a colony of yeast. I am now the proud owner of a sourdough starter. Wow. How yeah. did you get it? Uh, it was compensation for uh, a, f- a socially distanced photo shoot that I did nice, with a friend. Man. That's great. Yeah, I got paid in yeast. What, do you think we'll get to a point where um, like, we just know who, who are idiots and who aren't? And if you were to say, like, oh, it's compensation for taking a photo shoot, like, we all know that you guys weren't like making out. Like, right. like well, I mean, one, you have a girlfriend. And unless you have an open relationship, that's a whole other, that's a more of a back page we'll conversation. We'll save that for the back page. But I'm saying, like, of course you were socially distanced, but we feel like we right. should let everybody know. But I, I wonder if we'll go to a point where we're like, well, we know who the idiots are. So I think we'll know because <laughs> I think they'll start to disappear. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but uh, that's great. That's so cool that um, that you that you got that. Um, yeah. I got a sunburn. I went. Uh, I I was not planning on being outside, and uh, I paid the price for it. So I'm I'm wow. currently currently sunburned, but I am I'm ready because today, later today, on Thursday, Rory Scoville and I are going to run some gassers. So I will make oh, yeah. sure that I have plenty of SPF in action for that. If you're curious as to what I'm talking about, check out my social media or listen to the Pen Pals. Uh, podcast. But if you want to be a part of this show, you can call 609 955. That's 609 955 644 4855 is the night 55 part. So 609 644 4855 or email me at thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. You can be a part of the show by sending me like a little half page ad for your own business. It might end up being a commercial that I read. We've got a new one today. Also, you can send in your positive stories, sex and relationship advice questions like that that are appropriate for the back page or the edition of the show that Noah and I were already talking about, as well as recommendations for things to read and watch. You can email us, like I said, at thegoodnightpod at gmail.com or call me at 609-955. That's 609-644-4855. Five. Before we get into today's show where we talk about everything that we're finding entertaining, I want to um, remind everybody that this Friday, the 29th, I will be doing a fundraiser for Sean Harrington. He was um, targeted when someone thought he was somebody else and him and his daughter were shot at. He was paralyzed while shielding her from gunfire. And this is a uh, a event to raise money to make his home ADA accessible. He spent his life giving back to the youth in his community, and we want to make it easy on him to be able to do that. So if you're interested, I will be doing stand-up. There will be other stand-ups on the show. There will be uh, messages from people and part of Sean's life, I believe. It'll just be a nice, heartfelt, and hopefully funny night. I'll do my part, and I think you guys will dig it. So go to my social media. You can find the links there for... uh, where to go. Any donation at all gets you a ticket into the event. So at 8 o'clock, Rochelle, Illinois time on Friday the 29th, that's 8 p.m., you can 
um, join this event, watch me do some stand-up, and help out somebody who spent their life helping so many other people. Okay, so let's dig into it right now. Let's talk about what we are finding entertaining. Noah, I want to start out with TV because I started watching Dave. Are you, Have you watched Dave? I have not watched Dave, but I know our uh, pro- production assistant, uh, Ben, uh, has watched it, and he has highly recommended it. Yeah, so it's the it's the rapper little Lil Dicky, and um, where's he from? I have no idea. He's from Philly. Oh, it's time okay. to drink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he yeah, so he's from Philly. He is a, a really really good rapper, but I think the show is a little bit more about the the struggles, kind of like some I get some like at Atlanta vibes in it. But I I watched the first episode. And got a few minutes into the second before I had to go do something, but I I really enjoyed it, and um, I'm enough to keep watching it. And I've heard it's good. It's it it, it came recommended to me, so awesome. I'm gonna I'll, I'll keep checking it out. Also, I was recommended by my friend Chris Sullivan. You might know him as Toby from the show This Is Us. Him and I are good buddies, and he told me to watch Patriot. Have you seen this show, Noah? No. So it came out in 2015. Uh, Chris told me it was horribly marketed and a horrible title, but, and I would have to agree after watching, I think I'm in the second episode of that as well. Um, it just, uh, it's about a guy. I don't want to say too much. It's got a lot going on on it. It's very interesting. It's very unique. A lot of times shows like that have a hard time finding an audience or they capture a huge audience. It can really break one way or the other. Um, but it's about a guy who works for the government. It feels somewhat reluctant to do so. It's part of his family. Um, it does a really good job of kind of like mixing the mundane with the excitement of being a, an undercover government agent, but while still kind of having to live a very normal life. So mm-hmm. I, I, I I would tell people, check it out. You'll know right away if it's for you or not. But if it uh, is... Where I are think you watching it? It is on Amazon. It was cool. an Amazon original series. Came out in 2015. And uh, I recommend it. You know what I also started? It was History 101 on Netflix. I saw that pop up on my homepage, but I haven't I'm sure we it all have. Yet. Yeah, so I've started watching the uh, the first episode. I think is about fast food. Pretty interesting, um, kind of seeing how that industry like came about and and the role that it plays in our society. But I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching it. Cool. Uh, you have down here that you watch. You're watching Dead to Me. Yeah, Did that's also on Netflix. Dead to me? Have we talked about that? We may have mentioned it before. Someone. It's possible someone recommended it, but um, I I can now personally recommended it. I I I watched all of it. I binged both seasons, twenty episodes since the last time uh, I've seen you. And uh, man, it's uh, it's really it, it's really good. It's half hour, so it's easily bingeable. But it's it's the tone is somewhere between a comedy and a kind of mystery thriller uh-huh. so it's it's got this unusual tone that not a lot of other shows have and it's uh it's fantastic huh yeah you know i've heard some I've, i know a lot of people who like it but i've i heard i've heard that like the plot can get a little like too twisty turny for maybe its own good but the but the performances are stellar and 
it is probably like that like the performances are so good it lessens mm-hmm. the blow of the like now this yeah. is happening uh, i probably agree with that some of the twists you can't see coming some of them might be a little more predictable but linda cardellini especially is just like transcendent and christina applegate is also fantastic but i think linda cardellini is just like amazing nice in her role all right and then yeah. you also have something else down here that i i already love rick steve's europe you're watching that yeah. on hulu that's just my like end of the night trying to decompress mm-hmm. there's nothing better than watching good old happy midwestern rick steve's like <laughs> visit various places in europe it's, it's just, just doesn't it just make you thing. want to travel so hardcore it does, but like it, it kind of scratches the itch well enough for right now. The yeah. times that we're in, yeah. seeing him go and do it is uh, good enough for me right Any now. Any highlights come to your mind in recent episodes that you that you really loved? Um, he went to a. It's always like he has these. He throws in these little things to surprise you. Like you're, you're. Oh, I wasn't expecting Rick Steves to say that. Like he visited this Polish city, and uh, there was a, a building there that was a gift from Stalin, and he said. The townspeople here call it Stalin's penis. And then he just like goes on Keeps with going. whatever he's saying. <laughs> it's like, oh, Rick, just, uh, that's awesome. just had to get that one in there. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's, he's fun. Uh, it looks like we got an email here from a listener named Elise. Hi, Dan and Noah, a Patreon member of ours. Thank you so much, Elise. You mentioned the Patton Oswalt special, and I did see it. I love Patton, and it's worth watching just for the part he does on Denny's characters on the kids' menu that i mean i'm in for that i haven't got a chance to check it out yet but i definitely will elise also goes on to say i also watched the snowpiercer tv show and i did like it it is different than the movie but i enjoyed both wouldn't say i love it but i will keep watching i wanted to suggest something for short entertainment that will put a smile on your face if you don't follow frank caliendo on twitter slash instagram you should in a world without sports he is posting short videos of everything from bears fighting with play-by-play by john madden and pat summerall and nuns playing basketball with charles barkley and Shaq. thanks again for the podcast i bet that's i bet that's absolutely hilarious uh let's let's take a quick break when we come back we will hear more from some of you guys we will uh dig into movies as well as anything else that we have going on and we'll be right back after this message The Dress Up Gang is a heartwarming, hilarious, and absurd show about Donnie, a sweet childlike man, and Corey, a dad-like deadbeat crashing on his couch. Their friends in the courtyard are played by Andy McDowell as herself and comedians Brent Weinbach, Frankie Quinones, Chase Bernstein, and more. All of their friends have nice butts, if you must know. Well, what's it about? Well, in one episode, Donnie takes a baby skunk in named Wonko, but Wonko is so cute that his neighbor will do anything to get his hands on Wonko to impress his mistress. So yeah, there's stories like that. The show is like warm soup on a cold day with someone to kick to it. While you're stuck inside your house, you might as well stop by ours. The Dress Up Gang is available on the TBS app, Video On Demand, and YouTube TV. 
Hey, jumping in to give my own ad for my own thing. Actually, it's more of a teaser, but I want you guys to know about it. I am putting together, I don't have the official title, although maybe it'll end up being this, uh, Game Night with Daniel Van Kirk. Well, you will have the option to buy tickets and enter into a game night with me. It'll be very limited. I'm talking no more than 15 people per game. Take anywhere from maybe around an hour and a half, no more than two hours, probably do it like a happy hour. And there are a variety of games that we would play together. This is a way for me to continue to do what I love, which is interact with people, hopefully have fun and be funny, and an opportunity for you if you want to kick back, relax, forget a little bit about your day, and hopefully hang out with someone that you enjoy. That would be me. If it's somebody else, maybe they'll put together a game night. I don't know. But this is the one that I'm doing. It's not a show. It's a hang. And I'll give you more details if I have them. But if you're interested, you can email me at the Pod, put it in the subject title, Game Night with Daniel Van Kirk, and let me know if you would be down. Okay, we are back. Um, let's dig in. I know I had some another thing. Yeah, we have a text from a listener named Dakota that just came in. Hi, DBK and new no. That's a pen pal right there. Dakota here. I hope all is well. I wanted to give a couple TV show recommendations. I'll start with the most obvious one, which is Rory's new show, Robbie, on Comedy Central's YouTube page. I cannot recommend it enough. I second that. Secondly, I finally watched both season of Ricky Gervais's show, Afterlife, on Netflix. I will note that it does talk about suicide and could be a trigger to those in mourning over the loss of a loved one, but I found it a very relatable show. It is very real, but also brings out a dark sense of humor that I feel is relatable to those struggling with depression and all of the other stuff that life throws at you. This description probably doesn't do the show justice, but I highly recommend it for those who are capable of finding the humor in the most unfortunate situations. Uh, thanks so much for that, Dakota. I really appreciate that text. I have not seen Afterlife. Have you, Noah? I have not. No, uh, I'd be down to check it out for sure. And I, you know, I also have not seen Rory's show. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I watched it all. I binged it the weekend that it came up. Um, we have a text here from a listener named Adrian. Hi, Dan. This podcast is my new favorite way to putter around before bed. My other podcasts are all too loud or too murdery to wind down with. One thing I've really been enjoying lately is Hulu has put up many old seasons of SNL going back to the early 2000s. It's been such a comfort to see some of my old favorites like Bill Hader and Amy Poehler in a simpler time. Love the show, Adrian in New York City. I imagine that's too, like that's probably something similar to maybe like The Office for a lot of people or Rick Steves Europe or for me, The Great uh, British Baking Show or the show Moving Art, which I've recommended to a lot of people on Netflix, where it's something you can kind of put on and have hang out around the house. I feel that way about the almost the entirety of the catalog of, uh, of HGTV or Sports Center. Um, but yeah, old like uh, old SNL episodes, I'm sure are great to go to. Uh, let's dig into some movies that we have here. Um, uh, Oblivion. I watched Oblivion. Have you ever seen that movie, Noah? No, I haven't. It's a sci-fi movie with Tom Cruise, which falls in line. He loves these sci-fi. I think a lot of it has to do with his religion, which is kind of based in sci-fi. Um, mm -hmm. Or at least... Uh, Spawn, Created spawn by a, a sci-fi yes. author. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And also, I mean, they do have part of that religion is like aliens are coming back and we got to get things out of us. So there, there is some sci-fi even in Scientology. But um, 
Oblivion stars Tom Cruise, and it's just a, it's like a good movie. I think it's, it maybe has like maybe 20 more minutes in it than it needs in the third act, but um, I liked it. I remember seeing it in the theaters, and you know what? Maybe it's even, maybe it is a little bit more of a theater movie now that I think about it, because I didn't like it as much, but um, I'd recommend it to somebody looking to burn an hour and a half to two hours. It's pretty good. Morgan Freeman is in it as well. I really enjoyed uh-huh. it. I also watched The Gray. Have you ever seen The Gray, Noah? No. Is that Liam Neeson werewolves? Yes. Uh, not werewolves, Ooh. just wolves. Oh, um, just wolves. Yeah. Uh, See, yeah, I definitely haven't seen it. I think you would enjoy it. I can't say if I know you would enjoy the like the plot or like the exact story, but what it provides in terms of like the existentialist, like questions they ask, it's about a lot more than what it looks like. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I, I I like it a lot and it's called the gray, uh, trigger warning to anybody though, who doesn't like to see any sort of like animal stuff. There are wolves and they are trying to survive wolves. So, um, even if sometimes like when the animal is the villain, some people still like can't handle them fighting an animal. Uh, yeah, I, I never like to see an animal get hurt, but if the animal is the villain and there's some great computer graphics done, then uh, I'm fine with it. But I wanted to make sure everybody else knew. Uh, something else I saw is Fury. Did you ever see Fury? Is that Shia LaBeouf in a tank? And yeah, but you kind of went fourth row on that because um, Brad Pitt is also in it and Michael Pena right. and uh, John Barenthal. I was just thinking of him because didn't he like pull out? Is he, he's like missing a tooth in it. Didn't he pull out his tooth? I think that is correct. Yes, yeah. He he went very method with it. But I'll tell you, it is a very very good movie, but a very brutal war movie. It is David Ayers who did things like Training Day and End of Watch, um, so that he doesn't. Uh, he he kind of seems to embrace the like harshness and grittiness of things mm-hmm. for his subject matter and he, and doing a world war ii movie about guys essentially living in tanks is uh he, he doesn't pull back but it's good yeah yeah it, i think it did a really good job of kind of like showing the brutality of war uh, a lot of times it get war can be like romanticized in movies right. and um it's it's dark like i would say almost like opening and of saving private ryan like well this is harsh uh but it's a really really good movie Um, i'll look into it yeah we also have an email from a listener named tony hey daniel i was listening to the episode where you were discussing animated films and i wanted to throw a few your way first a movie called your name it came out in 2017 and is a unique take on body swapped red string of fate it's gorgeously animated and the soundtrack slaps uh feels like that's maybe slaps has become a real thing but it's also a big Mm -hmm. It's a big theme, not a big theme, but it's a theme in one of the episodes of the Dress Up Gang. So I, I, that's what it always makes me think of when somebody says slaps or slapping. Um, but he says this, or uh, they say that the, Tony says the soundtrack slaps. The other show is called Violet Evergarden. This one is on Netflix. It has 13 episodes and a movie. Without giving anything away, it's about the question of what is love. Anyway, I hope these help pass the time in this crazy world right now. No, don't let me forget. I want to check out Violet Evergarden. I'm down for it. A loyal listener and Tony. Tony, thanks. Uh, Tony listens to um, uh, Dumb People Town. Something that I saw, dude, and I wanted to uh, share with you is... 
someone took the time. This is kind of a movie thing. It could have also maybe been a positive push thing, but someone took the time to um, chronically like what like put in order all of the MCU movies. And I don't mean like, hey, watch this movie. They did it by scene. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, That's intense. It's from at Tony Goldmark, just like you would think the spelling for all those, at Tony Goldmark. No clue if it's the same Tony who we just read an email from. It says, well, nerds, I fucking did it. Took me a global pandemic and a damn quarantine, but I did it. I figured out all of the precise chronological order of the MCU movies so far by scene. I'm out of my goddamn mind. You're welcome. And if you go to at Tony Gold Mark, all one word, you'll see it starts at one. It's like prologue of Thor. Then the next one is the flashback sequence of Thor Ragnarok. Then you go to the second prologue of Thor and then go to the first prologue of the Black Panther. And it has timestamps here. <laughs> I mean, that's intense. Then it says flashback scene in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Then most of Captain America, the first Avenger. Then you go to the prologue of Guardians of the Galaxy, volume two. Then you get to watch most of the prologue of Ant-Man and the Wasp before going to the prologue of Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, This is, you hit the nail on the head. It is just intense. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's something that I just wanted to to leave you guys with. So go to at Tony Goldmark if you. I mean, maybe you have the time, and maybe you have access to the movies, and you want to say, let's do it, let's watch it. Because yeah. here's something crazy. Double check his work. Trust but verify. <laughs> uh, also, you'll see Tony Goldmark says there uh, certain liberties he took. Like there's one scene I think in one of the Thor movies where it's constantly jumping back and forth, like every couple sure. of seconds. So he just kind of like left. I was like, I'm not going to deal with that. That's too much. But anytime it's like a big chunk cutaway, uh, I thought it was crazy. But you know what's funny? Talk. We just talked about Fury. And I thought about it again when I saw this. I wish someone would list do that for war movies so you could watch World War II through cinema right. in the order of which it happened. Right. Um, that would be really cool. That also reminds me, I, I remember I saw this bits and pieces of this art film once um i forget exactly what it's called but it's 24 hours long and all it is is clips from movies where you can see a clock and it's played in real time so if you're watching it too i think i saw it here in la at lacma yeah it's really it's you can just sit and let it wash over you and then you can like get up and and then like go back to it. It's like it's really fascinating. You can really feel they'll cut back and forth like in scenes where you, someone's waiting a long time, it'll mm-hmm. come back and you can actually feel in real time how long that person was waiting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very cool. Yeah, I loved that. That's I haven't thought about that in years. But yeah, the the war movies, so you could really see like which battles are taking place at what when, time. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, some I'm sure would be simultaneous, but maybe they didn't start at the exact same time. So they'd say like, go, it, these both happened on the same day, but this one started in the morning, this one started in the afternoon. So watch the morning one and then, then you'd watch the afternoon one. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. Even if they ended up overlapping, just start with whichever one started first. I don't know. But uh, that's just something I've thought about. If you want to get nerdy, 
with the MCU. You can do that at Tony Goldmark. Tonight's episode of The Good Night Show was produced by Noah Everhart. It was engineered and mixed by Brendan Lynch-Solomon with production assistance from Ben Zyper and Lissa Rubin. The theme music was composed by Chad Bouchard and the artwork was created by CM Dugan. You can check out more of his artwork and you should at cmdugan.com. One thing that I want to tell you before I get out of here because I totally forgot and I'm doing it in the middle of the credits because it's my own show is I am developing a game night. So if you didn't click out early, you will know about it. Maybe I'll go back and put something in one of the ads just to give a little teaser for it. But I am developing a game night where you can have a happy hour and play games with me and a very limited number of other people. So it will be hanging out. It is not a show. It is a hang. The theme music, as I said, was composed by Chad Bouchard, and the artwork was by CM Dugan, so check them out. If you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content at the Patreon. That is patreon.com slash thegoodnightshow. There you can sign up for the Good Night Show Weekend Edition, as well as exclusive weekly episodes of some of our favorite topics. Plus, you can get a supercut of this entire week's worth of shows, as well as access to the entire back catalog of the Hindsight Podcast. Three Patreon tiers are available, and the most comprehensive option is less than $10 a month. The Good Night Show is not part of any network, so all proceeds go directly to the costs and people that keep this show on the air. Your support matters and is greatly appreciated. One way to support is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone about this little show. Thank you again for listening. I'm Daniel Van Kirk. And remember, no man is a failure who has friends. Good night. Good night.